Honey, where are you going? Where are you going? <sighs> again? Just where are you going? Where are you going? You're not going to the bar again, are you? You like hanging out, drinking beer at the bar, talking sports? Come on out and join us weekly. Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, your podcast for just that. Hanging out, drinking some beer, talking sports. Are you really doing season four of that stupid podcast? Y'all know the name of the show. It's Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. And what do guys do when they talk sports at the bar? They drink beer. So if you want to buy us a beer, you can Venmo us. The Venmo is at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Hey, thanks for tuning in for another week of Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. We're just some neighborhood friends who get together weekly at MJ's in Columbia, South Carolina with some brews and a microphone. Stay tuned as we discuss SEC's possible dwindling dominance, whether we should write off some of these powerhouse teams with one loss, several of the week three games, and my favorite topic of the week, what the fuck? Uh, feel free to share our show with your friends, subscribe, and give us a positive review on your favorite podcast app. Uh, we have a Facebook group as well called Guys of the Bar Talking Sports. Feel free to join that. Um, always love having people support our drinking habit. I know that all of y'all like to drink while we're doing this show, so if you guys want to support us, go ahead and give us a Venmo payment to buy us a round of beer. And one round is a lot of money this week because we got a lot of people on this show. But if you do want to buy us a round, at Guys of the Bar Talking Sports on Venmo, and you can do that. I think there's eight of us here today. Holy crap. So that's going to be eight times five, 40 bucks. Go ahead and send us a Venmo payment now at Guys of the Bar Talking Sports. Let's go ahead and do some. 80. Say what? You send us 80. 80. Send us 80. Buy us two rounds. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you can send 16. That's all mine costs. Why not? <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and get some introductions since these people start talking at a turn all the time. Let's go ahead and start. We have been through some major negotiations. The management of Guys in the Bar Talking Sports always wins in those negotiations, and we won in this negotiation. Get my man Ripper the Predictor back. How you doing, Ripper? What are you drinking? I am drinking Sandstorm. What is this? Sandstorm. Sandstorm. Steel Hand Game Day Lager. That one? Let's move on. Yeah. yeah All right, one. let's move on. That one. That's probably the worst. Okay, yeah. When I start singing, that's time to move Never on. Never do that again. I don't even remember what his name's here. Okay, we got the rooster. Rooster's here, drinking a little bourbon and ginger ale as per my usual, although last week I had to take a small break, but this week I'm back. Tell the truth, a double of bourbon and ginger. Well, you know, sometimes it's just faster to just do it twice at once. <laughs> there you go. And we have my DDP. man. We got the man over here. Who's your daddy wearing that Kentucky blue? I don't know what's going on, but he's wearing Kentucky today. What's going on with that? I've lived in Kentucky for 17 years. Spike living water. Spike living water. Nice. All right. We have Cheeks. On the rocks. What do you got, Cheeks? Hardcore. Uh, I'm drinking ginger ale. I'm that excited. Giving my liver a little rest. Oh, yeah? But other than that, everything's okay. Awesome. I'm been, not been, do, sure. been doing this with Cheeks for uh, almost two years now, first time I've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? I might have the shakes later on, but please forgive me. Okay. So I just had to mess with my pattern here, and my eyes are so blurry right now, but I'm just making sure that we're recording. Oh, there we go. I need some reading glasses here. 
Alright. Alright, so we got the full. We got. Alright, so whenever you're using a microphone, like the new one we got, and all y'all heard it last week, we screwed it up. You gotta mess around with some things, and I just had to mess with it one more time. So hopefully everyone heard what we just talked about. If not, just prove that this is very unscripted. This is unscripted, <laughs> exactly. So I'm sorry. Alright, what are you drinking there, Chief? I got an Agua Frio this week. Agua Frio, got you. I don't even know what that means, but we're going to go with it. I am drinking a beer. It's called a, I don't even know, oh, a pale ale, a Sierra Nevada pale ale. And my man over here, Chopper. What are you yeah. drinking, Chopper? Corona. All right. Corona. Corona. So let's go ahead and jump into the show. Oh, I guess oh, I'm not drinking tonight. Rebel. I was just pat- I, there's so many of y'all here. How am I, I supposed I, 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 to? Well, you, don't have, you don't have to. You don't have to ask what I'm drinking. Yeah, we, we know. know what the rebels drink. <laughs> yeah, the makers and diet. Yeah, Let's just go. go back Let's to go. go back to every show you've ever heard. And you know what the rebels drinking. All right. So words of the day. Let's do the words of the day. Now the way that the words of the day are working for all y'all new folks is that I'm going to throw out some something, and then a few of y'all can throw out what game last week was of that describes that word basically so one of the examples might be unexpected what was unexpected last week rebel you know i'm a group of five guy unexpected is james madison university i don't really like them they they play in our conference but they're pretty good they were down i think it was 17 points to virginia now granted it's virginia yeah but they came back and won the game yeah. So making unex- Virginia Owen too. Unexpected is they're good. They might be really good this year, and that worries me a bit. Well, and when they were FCS, they were always number yeah. one or number yeah, two. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. A couple, so couple FCS, ch- FCS championships couple, where they went to uh, D yeah. one. Yep. Let's do another example of unexpected. Then Rooster. I'm going to actually go a little bit. It's, it's still a Power Five, but um, probably off the radar. That Oregon Texas Tech game was better than advertised. Now, the week before, Texas Tech kind of laid an egg, so we kind of all wrote him off. Bo Nix, in his 34th year in the NCAA, uh, came out and he laid an egg. Close game, Uh, the spread was five. By the way, it could have been a heartbreaker if you took Texas Tech. Oregon had a late interception with one minute, uh, 38 seconds left in the game to win the game 38-30. It was 31-30 previous to that. And Oregon had to score 20 points in the fourth quarter to win that game. I think we the week before we had mentioned Texas Tech kind of had written them off, and they gave Oregon all they could handle all the way to the end. Oregon ended up pulling it off. That was unexpected for me. I thought Bo Nixon team was going to come in and shut the door on Texas Tech, and they did not. Okay, so Ripper the predictor. Arizona. Now that now they understand the whole message. I guess you already have one. I, I didn't expect you to have He's one. He's prepared. He's ready. He is prepared. Okay. I always come prepared. What was unexpected? I did not see Arizona hanging in there to the very end with Mississippi State. Huh. Did I get that right? Yeah. yeah. You mean Tulane? Tulane. Tulane. No, 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 no. Oh, that Tulane was Arizona. Ole Miss. Uh, Mississippi State. Yeah, Mississippi not, State. Not Ole Miss. Okay. Arizona hasn't had much of a football team for ever. They're a basketball <laughs> school. Yep. Mississippi kind of. State. SEC, yeah. SEC, Mississippi State had to come back from the very end to beat the Wildcats. I was surprised. I'm not by sure that. that I'm not sure that Will Rogers 
is on is getting it together right now. He only has like 389 passing yards so far, which is pretty good for two games, but not he's not at that highest level that he could be. So yeah. that might be why. I see Cheeks over here about to go crazy. She's yes, like, and we're yes. only supposed to do two or three per. It's, it's a segue in my But eight, I'm going to allow you to. eight schools. I'm allowing you to have. Pac-12 has, the, for the very first time ever, eight schools ranked. Eight schools ranked. In the okay. top 25. That's, That's pretty insane for the, the Pac-12. The most ever. Yep. For the Pac-12. Look, they've only gone up to six. Now they're up to eight. And here goes Chief. He's trying to get in on this as well. What was an expected Real quick, Wisconsin losing to Washington State. I mean, that was unexpected. Uh, DJ Alphabet coming up, baby. Watch out for the... Oh, yeah, oh, no, that was, that, I'm sorry, that's Oregon State. Oregon State. Oregon State. Yeah. Washington State, yeah. yeah DJ Alphabet. I, I like the West. <laughs> we Damn. need some more West Coast representation in here. Yeah, I don't know anybody from West Washington State. If I say... <laughs> Damn, what game describes that last week, Chopper? Alabama, Texas to me. You just, well, yeah, you're yeah. the SEC homer over roll, here. Roll Tide, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I say damn to that. I, damn. I didn't expect that, yeah. I agree, okay. And, uh, Mississippi. Go Chief. How about Mississippi State on that beat down at Tulane? That was close for Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I mean, sorry, Ole Miss. We're so confused around here today. Ole Miss, Ole Miss beat down at Tulane. It was close, and then Mississippi just ran away with that game. Okay. I think that was called by somebody a uh, week prior, but whatever. You know, we'll, keep, we'll move on. We don't want to look bad. We will move on with that. Hold on. Oh, I got what I got to. I got to get it on. I'm going to allow it. Mine's not damn. It's going to be there. Mine's damn it, damn it, and damn it. Two years in a row, App State loses to North Carolina in double overtime, both games which they could have won. Damn it. <laughs> Did I see that wrong? I thought App State beat North Carolina. No, we lost in double overtime. Double overtime. Oh, damn it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that even confused me. I, I must have looked at the score uh, double overtime while it was still be, before the clock ran out or something like that. Because, uh, I mean, Rebel came in here with his hat in his hand and said they're going to lose big, and they went out there. Hey, and that was not the same team that played two weeks prior. And I, and I told you, I said, North Carolina. And I told y'all, I hope y'all were right. <laughs> I said North Carolina had to play hard. Yeah. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Told you so. Oh. Told you so. Oh. Give it to me, cheeks. In your face. <laughs> In the face. I, I may have thrown some uh, rabble-rousing comments onto our Facebook page to get cheeks excited and saying that Stanford was going to be the upset of the week over USC, all mostly just to get reaction, and it worked. Thank yeah, you. 56 to 10 is not quite the upset you expected. Told you so. She told you so. Okay. I got it. Ripper, you're trying to have a lot of input on this show for a He's guy who, just, up who just signed his contract with us. Give it to me, Ripper. Although he had a perfect score. You got Not a good tan. It wasn't a perfect score. You got a good tan going, by the way. To everybody at this table... I think, I think actually, not everybody at this table, but most of those at this table did not think that the Longhorns could pull off I the did. upset. Yeah. I did. Had a couple of I told had. you so. I did also. Yeah. Yeah. I told you so. I told all y'all so. I even told you so, Chopper. Yeah. What about Beast Mode? What team was Beast Mode last week? It wasn't a team. It's a player. Whether you like it or hate it, Shadur Sanders is, is insane. playing 
beast mode. Now, granted, his schedule's about to get a little tougher in the next couple weeks, so we'll see what he does there. But thus far, that dude's playing out of his mind. Yeah, he's the number one ranked quarterback in the country right now. Most yards, most path, most touchdowns, yes. all that stuff. Yes, the schedule's getting tough. That dude is in beast mode. It's pretty insane what he's doing. Um, Nebraska shut him down the first half, basically. Even the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, I think they put up like three yeah. touchdowns in a Again, row. Nebraska's defense wasn't at fault. Nebraska's offense kept on setting up the, the Colorado offense with turnovers. And after, after about the third turnover, your team shuts down. The defense just put their heads down and... Yeah, and, the and defense turns off at that point as yeah, well, I would so. imagine. And in any situation like that, when your quarterback loses the ball three, four times, there's nothing you're going to do on the defense. When you're getting the ball, when the other team's getting the ball to the 20-yard line, what are you supposed to do? Right. Hold them to three if you can. But you get tired, man. You get tired. It's just the way it is. Beast on any other teams. How about Miami? Miami. Miami beats Texas A&M. And that wasn't a close game. Yeah, his first half was close. Second first half, half wide open. Uh, got got to hand it to the boys down there in Miami, and we'll talk about Jimbo Fisher. In our next <laughs> <seven years. laughs> now, I think Texas A&M might be good. I think that those guys probably got out of the game after once things started going south. What happens with that brain is it starts saying, there we go again, right? But that is also a sign of a, a difference between a good team and a not-so-good team. Well, this is what Nebraska faced for four years straight under Scott Frost. They just can't buy – Texas A&M just can't buy out that, well, uh, that contract. I heard a real quick blurb on that that I thought was kind of an interesting take on it. Is Texas A&M is, 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 is the poster child of this. Is they had that phenomenal recruiting class two years ago, all those five stars, four stars coming in there. And what this guy basically said, their problem is, is that when you're a five-star and a four-star, you've had all the success all the way through high school, now you're coming into college – you don't know how to play from behind. You don't know how to overcome adversity. You've never had to do it. And so, therefore, they've been put on the pedestal, and when the pedestal's a little shaky, they get rattled versus a kid that has played for maybe a mediocre team, came under the radar, has had some adversity. These kids have never seen it and from a competitive standpoint, and they don't know what to do with it, and that's what you're seeing at Texas A&M. I, just keep in mind, my, Florida is still a, a pool of outstanding football talent. So, Miami is recruiting yeah, fine. So, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't and put them in, 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 the, in the top 10 category, but they're in the top 25. So it's not like they were playing. This wasn't like the, the Duke-Clemson game. No, no, no. What I'm talking about is you look at Texas A&M's recruiting class two years ago was announced to be the greatest recruiting yep. class ever in the history of the NCAA. Also, also remember they had an exodus at the start of the last 16 year. Of right. okay. 16 of them left. And, and we'll, like I said, we'll talk about how important coaching is when it comes to that time in the next segment. Yep. Beast mode is over with. Unless you got one. I mean, if you want to have one more. Syracuse, uh, baby. Under the radar. Syracuse coming out 2-0, 48-7 uh, over, okay, a lesser team. They got Purdue uh, this week. They are a favorite. I just want you to see a look on my face yeah. right now. Wait, didn't they start 7-0 last year? 6-0. <laughs> now, again, if you read the post on the Facebook page, I said they have a gauntlet coming up. They have Clemson, and they have Florida State, and they have UNC. If they win one out of three of those games, they, can easily, the they, can, they can easily be an 8-4, 9-3 team in a great bowl game, and I love it. Thank you very much, sir. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. I don't know that it's going to happen, <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Let's go ahead. Yeah, same, same record that Ohio State's going to have. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Let's go ahead and Damn. change. I miss that. Ah. 
I got a, I got a real y'all in for a lot of opinions. Yeah, there, there's a lot of opinions on the show today. We got eight of us. All right, we're gonna roll in to the most controversial statement of the week. I'm actually naming the title of the show this, and that is gonna be: Is the SEC even close to the dominant conference anymore, or is it becoming just another conference? I want to hear y'all's opinion on that. You but know, we're gonna. Oh, oh you want to jump oh, in yeah, on this I'll first? Right away. If you ask all SEC fans, yes, they're going to say they are. Uh, depends on who you talk to. Yeah. I I disagree because I'm an SEC fan and I have an opinion on this, which I'll share in a minute. One loss does not make the season, and there could be three or four teams in the Final Four with one loss. Not so fast. USC loses to UNC. Miami loses to Texas A&M. Utah beats Florida. Texas beats Alabama. Texas is about to be an SEC school. But they're not. They're not. not. I get it. The first first three losses you mentioned were, like, they were expected. But the strength of schedule is challenged at that point because you have all these ACC, Big 12, Pac-12 teams beating up on SEC teams, which are supposed to be the best. Here's my thing. A lack of dominance, I think, is a little aggressive. You're seeing more parity. And the reason being is, is because what the SEC's been doing in the shadows for years, everybody can do out in the open now, and that's starting to pay players. Oh, it's it's so therefore, kids like, all right, who's going to the highest bidder? Here we go. I mean, you can say that's crazy. It is what it is right now because it's the Wild West. And so what you're seeing is these teams being able to compete because they can grab some of these kids that would normally traditionally go to the SEC or now going to other places, and you're seeing more parity. Is it good for the sport? Absolutely it is. But statistically, the Here's SEC is still number one. Stati- well, based on past performance? And I'm the Pac-12. I mean, I mean, right now are they? Right now they are. Right now they are. How are they if right now statistically? If you're if you're putting all their stats on, on touchdowns and... On what about wins losses? Those are the ones that matter. Well, that's Pac-12. And we know that's a little bit of a hook. Are new teams emerging in the SEC? Well, or re-emerging in the SEC? Well, right? USC's playing good. They're coming. Well, yeah. I think the other thing you're seeing here is this. You can go back and look through college football over the last 20, 30, 40 years if you want to. It's very cyclical. So you go through Nebraska wrecked everything. Then Florida wrecked everything. Now you're seeing Clemson and Alabama wreck, and now you're starting to see them, and you're starting to see the emergence. Everything is very cyclical. You don't see a team dominate for 20, 30 years. You just don't do it. And I think you're seeing the end of an era coming and new teams starting to emerge that are now dominate for the next five to eight years. It's just how college football has always been. Now, some of the factors have changed that may change that dynamic a little bit, but I think that's what you're seeing. Yeah, I don't think this is on there, and I'm hijacking this for a second. I just got a question. I mean, do we really? I mean, it's Florida State for real. Like, yes. Like, like, yeah. Yes. Like Florida final, State's legit. Yes. Like, like playoff for real. Yes. I picked oh, yeah. up. If I had my chance at the dam, yeah. it was going to be Florida State that, two weeks in a row. That was my told you so. Yeah. 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 Florida, yeah. State. Florida State's Florida State's legit. They what did they beat LSU a couple weeks ago, and then I mean domination. Yeah. They're they're gonna 
just the way that they're playing. Their quarterback is phenomenal. They have great receivers on the outside. Their defense is stout. Those guys can stop people. I mean, it's going to be. I'm just a saying they beat be LSU last year, and it was a big momentum for them. And then what happened? But the rest this of the year it was a dominant win. Last last year it was not. It was like yeah, three or last, four points. Uh, yeah, fourth right. quarter win as a matter yeah. of fact. Right. This they, year and second half win because they were getting dominated in the first half. Who did they have left? Clemson. So they got to play Clemson. They they got their ACC schedule. And they but they don't. They Florida, do not play you know? UNC. Yeah. Do they play Notre Dame? I don't think so. They don't play Notre Dame. So no. yeah. So I think I remember that they basically said. If you look at how it should shake out, if they get past Clemson, they should have an easy road to Florida. Florida's always I'm, a tough game. I'm sorry, you said game. when they get past Clemson? Yes, when they get, when past, they get Clemson. past Clemson. It's just, you give me any reason right now to think that that's not going to happen? Clemson was almost tied at halftime to Charleston that, Southern. That is 100% yeah. true. <laughs> I feel like the powerhouse programs right now are starting to fall a little bit, you know? Yep. You, you do at I'll just, I'll just say this. I'm going to go to the USC-Georgia uh, game. And I'm going to check it out. I would say that until a team shows that they can even come close to beating Georgia, I would say that the SEC is still dominant. Yeah, don't, don't give me the Ohio State well, game last year. You, you didn't have a quarterback or you didn't have a, a kicker. But uh, I would just say the, the, I'm not even saying anything. The, the way you looked at me, it looked at me like I was talking about Syracuse. Florida, um, Florida State has Syracuse, Syracuse at home and they have Duke at home. I tell you what, the better game is probably going to be the Duke game, the way that the, yeah. Duke, the Duke boys are playing. I hate to say it, but getting back to the just SEC, got, they oh, have Miami at home. Just getting back to the SEC, the, the SEC yeah. football, you still have the most dominant team for the last two years playing in the SEC. Uh, bottom line is, I, I think we all saw Alabama lose. We all saw LSU lose. We're used to those teams winning, and that's the bottom. Yeah, we're going to talk about Nick Saban in a minute, but. They're still a 10-2 and two team in regular season. You know, LSU probably still a, 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 a regular season 9-2 and, nine and two or 9-3 and three team. And if those so, teams are two lost teams, they'll, they'll make a way to try to get them in. I'm just saying. You know. I, I still think uh, the SEC is down. We're waiting to see what the balls are going to end up doing. I know they start up a little shaky on week one, but still think they got a pretty they, they decent team. They were a little team. shaky against Austin Pay. Well, again, in-state, those kids know each other a little bit. So, yeah, it's awesome P. Yeah. <laughs> For my military guy, it hurts a little bit. But it's they got paid to play that game. Like, I, I know what you're saying. There, right, was a, there was a P right and A and a Y in there. It's, it's right next to Fort Campbell. <laughs> so everybody knows Fort P if you're in the Army. They're one of the real forces in the Maybe military. Moving on. Moving on. Austin P.I. So, so let's take this to the next level outside the SEC. Should we write off, level? Should we write off Clemson, LSU, Texas A&M, Alabama? Like that's not all SEC teams. Obviously, no. Clemson's there. Should we, because they all have one loss, should nope. we be writing them off? I, I think, as I said earlier, I think there could be two or three teams in the Final Four. They're normally all. It's it's too early. Write them off is early. Be concerned. Yes, I'll take Clemson as an example. Okay, so you see what they lost to Duke. They struggled in the first half against Charleston Southern. All that's well and good. It's early in the season. But then you look at DJ Alphabet, leaves the program, had no success there. And as my told you so was, Oregon is going. Oregon State is going to compete, be a sleeper team for the Final Four because they are playing out of their mind. They may win the Pac-12, got him out of that environment, and now he's playing great. So uh, write him off? Probably not. Have some concerns? Absolutely. Okay. I would just say uh, I would say half that list I'm going to write them off Texas A&M, I'm writing you off Clemson, I'm writing you off 
LSU, I'm not sure if I'm ready to write them off yet. Okay, they played a very talented Florida State team, which we've already talked about, which has a path to the Final Four, no, uh, the, the, final, uh, the, the, the college football uh, playoffs. So I'm not ready to write them off yet. Uh, they're going to show us what they've got. They've got a, a, a good schedule against. They've still got to play Alabama, uh, Auburn, all that kind and of stuff. And still not, win the SEC. But oh. still win the SEC, oh, and I, at least the West. And yeah. I need to digress for two seconds here because oh, I need to digress on LSU for just a second here because I was berated multiple times. I had death threats from some of our most loyal listeners and posters about this. Because death, threat, death, death, death threats. Death threats. Like, I'm talking about, like, put you in a tree. Guys in the bar talking sports has reached a new threats, level. And they know who they are because they listen. We, for two times, have said LSU lost to Florida State and then ran the table and lost to Georgia. And that's, and that's not true. Because they got throttled by Tennessee last year, okay? And I have received death threats for not acknowledging this loss last year. So, guys, there it is. LSU lost to Tennessee last year. Get off my back. Does their kid's name rhyme with Brandon? Uh, maybe a little bit. Okay. I'm just saying, you know. What, the three-year-old's not threatening your life, no. is he? Well, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that, that, hey, that kid's something else. So, so I am ready to write off Chucky right, right now. <laughs> Never mind. We've got too many Achilles uh, injuries here recently. Go ahead. What do you got, Chief? I, I'm ready to write off Texas A&M out of that list. 100%. Clemson's second half. Play, they played like they should have been playing all season. LSU looked real good. Um, Alabama? Yeah, so I feel like Clemson was probably a, in that in the game that they, I mean, I don't know. In the game that they lost, I feel like they were putting things together. Now they may have it together. The, only the time will tell, right? We're way too early in the season. Texas A&M, that, that program just needs a new coach. I've, I've been reluctant to say it for a while. Even though I hate Jimbo Fisher because he played was, was a Florida State coach, they, they just need to get rid of the guy. I've been reluctant to say it for a while. Let's move on, though, unless you got something to say. Because Ripper was about to just explode. About to predict. He was about Wait, to well, predict. Hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ripper, <laughs> the predictor. Yeah. All right. I have a new series here called the X Files. Big move there, buddy. Hey, no talking across the table, my man. I gotta reel you in. I had to defend my honor. Your contract is about to be ripped up. I have. I have yet to receive. You're an Ohio State fan. My beard. We're not even talking Ohio State today. I don't even know. I know. What, what I'm just that? saying, like, if you're an Ohio State fan, what honor do you really have? Have we talked at all about the Big Ten tonight? We have. Hey, we're trying to. Do, do we ever? We're getting there. We're getting there. Okay. It's so, it's I have a new, I have a new one called the X Files, and it's coming from what used to be called Twitter, and it's just me looking through, and I found a little quote from Paul Feinbaum. Oh, no, yeah, but he's oh, an idiot. No. And he yeah. says, LSU beating Alabama last year might have been a deal with the devil. Yes, it was tangibly a good thing for Brian Kelly in year one, but it may have set unrealistic expectations of Brian Kelly in year two. Would we all agree with that, that Brian Kelly, like the, the fans oh, now have... Yeah, that's a they big... They expect that every year. That's a very savage fan base down there, like... Yeah, but, you do that once, expect it 10 years in a row. But, they, they, but, but to their credit, they're going to expect that every year. Hey, is, you know what? As long as Brian Kelly isn't doing the bump and grind with one of his players, 
LSU fans should be happy. But let's talk about LSU, period. Do if you, you think about their year last year, <laughs> last year they had a phenomenal year. Women's basketball, uh, baseball, um, they didn't have a lackluster um, football. Gymnastics. Season. Hey, she's making yeah. some money now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so we all agree with that. Let's move on. Should Nick Saban quit? No, he's a retire. He's a retire. He a $17 million beach house. I mean, them grandbabies got to be, you know, lonely. He's Get not going to He's not retiring. We did have a late report that was unsubstantiated, but that this is going to be his last year. We're waiting to see if that's Sources unknown that he's done. He announced it at 1 a.m. this morning. We will see. I think he announced it when he saw his face when he was losing to Texas. That is not This guy is not retiring next year. No, he's retiring at the end of this year. No, he's not. No, that's not. I don't think he's retiring. He wouldn't know what to do with himself. I, I'm like Ripper. I, I, I will tell you. He's 71 years old. He's 72. No, he's turning 71, 72, 73, 74. But all I'm saying is if I got, uh, I don't know, a hundred bajillion dollars in the bank and I'm 72 years old and I'm dealing with the shit that I'm dealing with for going 10 and 2, I'm out, baby. I'm out. on that lake. Drink a bar on that lake. Yeah, go Tigers. Let's go ahead and do this. Ready? We're going to move on. Back in the old days, people would go to a sage, they'd find a prophet, find a fortune teller, a visionary, to find out which of the games they're going to bet on, right? Ripper. Here. We don't even, yeah, some people went to Ripper, Ripper the Predictor. Here at Guys of the Bar Target Sports, we place all our confidence in a three-year-old who seems to get it right more often than not. He's, he's, uh, he's over 500 for the season. He's over yeah. 500. Here, in this week's le- here are this week's legendary picks with Landon the Legends. Georgia, Tennessee, Washington, Mississippi State. So those were your legendary picks. If you don't understand them, go back and listen again. He's he's three years old. You, but That's I'm not going to go. It doesn't matter what you hear. He's landing the legend. He gets to eight say years what old, he wants. He's going to own a casino out in Vegas, running his own sports book, <laughs> making a killing. But yeah, yeah. And you're going to have to play war to win it. <laughs> the kid's already famous, but one of the games that he mentioned was the. Florida versus Tennessee game. And he hesitated. He hesitated. Whoa. His parents are losing control of this kid. I'm yeah, telling you. He is a huge ball fan. And he hesitated. He's seeing them Benjamin. Oh, yeah. He's getting some NIL on the side. All right. So, <laughs> just him hesitating changed the line by half a point. So, <laughs> so, since he hesitated by saying Tennessee, I feel like he knows behind in the back of his mind that Florida's going to win, so it makes me feel good. It's in the swamp, isn't it? Billy no, Napier. Yeah, no, no, it's in the swamp. Oh, it is. Billy Napier versus Josh Hupel. Uh, Graham Hypo. Mertz versus Joe Milton the third. Hypo, whatever the hell. Hupel, I was just reading. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, don't, bring, don't bring the JC into it. Tennessee goes into this game 11th in the country. Gators come in with nothing to lose, right? Graham Mertz, baby. Graham I hope you're listening. Tennessee struggled with James Madison. Or was it James Austin Madison? Austin no, P. Austin P. last week. Austin P.I.A. Yeah. In the, Austin P. I'm thinking, I'm thinking since we're in the swamp and this crowd is crazy tonight. That's what the fat kid from Remember the Titans going to Austin I have given up on trying to reel y'all in tonight. Jesus. Hey, he had I a lot of concussions. I know. Take it easy on him. All right, so what do y'all think about the Florida game? Let's reel this in. 
Florida, Tennessee. I know you want to talk about Florida. It's going to be Tennessee 40, what did I say, 41. Uh, Have y'all been drinking a since lot like to 3 o'clock? A lot to a Tennessee 41, ten, uh, Georgia. We'll score no, Florida, that's not Florida. Florida. We don't play Georgia. Florida, 23. <laughs> All right. It's, it's going to be a lot closer yeah. than that. It's going to be Tennessee, 24, Florida, 21. I, I think this game's uh, going to get out of line. Out of, out of control. Florida's going to take it away. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee's going to balls. So you think at halftime Florida fans are walking out of this game? Yeah. They're going to go yeah. do some things. We're going to read the newspaper on Sunday morning. They're going to have some Florida man re- reports coming out of, uh, of, of Florida. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. They're gonna, they're gonna start entertaining Dion. All right, you're not. Oh, Dion's not going. I like that. Yeah. Ripper, hit me against Utah. Graham Mertz actually looked pretty good in the second half. He did. I think he's a good game manager. He I is. think they have enough talent. It's at home in the swamp. You're not playing Utah. Utah's a really, really, really good defensive team in the mountains. Tennessee's not. Tennessee's not. And well, if you look at it statistically, uh, Florida. Damn that, that word again. Florida struggle is um, offensively, not defensively. Statistically, defensively, they have they're having a pretty good year this year. It's just they can't put points up yet. So we'll just kind of have to see and wait. You know, if, if it's look, Tennessee likes to throw, sling it around and throw it deep because Milton's got the, the prettiest ball I've ever seen a human being throw. So if their DBs can run with their receivers, then it'll be a close game. If not, Tennessee will blow them out by halftime. You think Joe Milton has a better arm, better throwing than No, no. He's got the prettiest ball ever thrown. Now, he may overthrow the receiver. What the hell did you just say? He may throw overthrow the ball by 15 yards. He does overthrow, yeah. He does but it's the tightest spiral you'll ever see a human throw the ball. Please, okay. do not ever say Joe Milton has the prettiest spiral ever, ever again. Where are you going back so, to Dan Marino? Dan, I, I, I'm serious. Then you haven't watched that. Watched him throw a ball. I watched him play at Michigan before he All transferred right, to Tennessee. Ahead. All right, here we go. So against Austin P. Hey, hey. hey. What the hell ever? Hey. All right. Hey. 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 For the record, Tennessee. Austin P. Austin P. The OBC. Austin P. Against Austin P. And we shouldn't even talk about Austin yeah, P. on this show, but we are. So they were three for twelve on third down efficiency. That, that being said, I don't know that Tennessee has a team that is going to be able to perform in that high-pressure situation like a third down, third and long in that sense. If they're three for 12, that means they had a lot of third and longs going on in that game against Austin P. so they're not moving the ball. The way they hey, here's the deal. Florida's going to rip just, these boys up. Just like we always talk about. The, um, 100 and nothing. <laughs> you, can, you can look past... A team that you're expected to win in order to, to see the, 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 the Florida game. I think Tennessee was focused on the Florida game. Uh, they knew they were going to be Austin Peay. I mean, that's the bottom line. So they probably were not focusing on it. They probably already had plans that third quarter they're going to put the second uh, second team in and all that kind of good stuff. I think that Tennessee has a few games circled on their calendar. This is one of them. They're going to be ultra focused. And I think you're going to see the balls come in, and I think you're going to see them clean house. I apologize to you because I know you're a Florida fan, but Gators! I don't care what you say. Gators! Okay. fine. You Nothing are, hurts me. Okay. You, you didn't shoot 79. Would you, would, would you Moving on. Yeah. Moving go. on. Hey, we're reeling it in. Reeling it in there, Ripper. Reeling it in. We don't need to see a golf score. Hey, that's what I did on Saturday. All right. South Carolina versus Georgia. South Carolina is going to Georgia to get their ass spanked. To get spanked. To get spanked. Okay, so do we even need to talk about this game 
any more than that. Why don't we just go around the table and say how many points spread? I think we should all discuss our golf score. Oh, right. go press on. So this year, go so this off. year so far, I've shot below ninety twice. First time, in, first time in ten years. I've I, was oh, I was kidding. I was kidding. We only have ten minutes. I know. We got plenty. I was kidding. Okay, so let's start. So, like I said, I've got tickets to the game. As I've mentioned, I have a daughter at uh, at uh, UGA. Put it back up there. Yeah, at UGA. <laughs> um, so she she broke my heart. She stabbed me right in the liver. No, it was like it, that, that was like a. It's a very large. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. The yeah, liver, we, got, we got like two more. She tried to she tried to stab it, but it was like a rock, so she hit the kidney. Um, so. Uh, I'm going down there to watch the game, uh, bringing my girlfriend, uh, and, and we're going to have a good time. But, Valeria. But, Valeria. But, third quarter, I expect to go down into beautiful downtown Athens, enjoy the game, the end of the game uh, from a bar, because I think the game is going to be out of hand. It's going to be, I think I predicted, at least 48 to 23, and I think 13 of the points are coming in the fourth quarter for USC. Do you think that, you think that Georgia can score that many points on South Carolina? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Their defense does suck. I agree. Their offense. <laughs> offense but line is UNC, are you, I mean, look what they did against UNC. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? We're talking about the number one team in the country here. Okay. I mean, Furman was, like, hanging with them this past week. Hey, well, that's not the first we're, we're, talking, we're talking Georgia, South Carolina. I'm drinking Sandstorm for a reason. That's right, baby. And, and here's the reason. All right? I am not a believer in Georgia's quarterback. I don't. I, I. I just don't think he has the it factor. He's put up okay numbers. They've got, in my opinion, one of the best tight ends ever in Brock Bowers. They, they solid just defense. Released. Liz, get your meme ready. Solid defense. Liz, oh, she calling <laughs> out. Liz I'm giving her a little shout out. Get the meme. Solid ready. defense. I'm going. Gamecocks 35-28. Oh, he's a believer over here. You're going to have fun oh my drinking gosh. Wow. Fun in Athens. All right. I refuse to remark. Cheeks, what are your thoughts on this I game? I might have to bring the microphone over to you and, and cancel those guys out over there who can't stop talking across my table. Oh, you forgot what this is like, didn't you? I do, yeah. Go on. You guys will be separated next week. I'm, I'm happy to you. Yeah, you two are separated next oh, week. Oh, 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 good. Cheeks starts drinking ginger ale, and now she wants to have arguments. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now that you're sober. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeks, give it to I picked Georgia 48, and I believe 13 for USC, so... That's Don't right. shoot me. That sounds accurate. All yeah. right. Does anybody here besides the Ripper, who is the predictor, think that Georgia is going to lose this game? My, my, my heart says, yes, it bleeds it. But no, it ain't happening. And <laughs> does, does Ripper lose his name? No. Predictor after this week? No. After this week. All right, let's we gotta move mean, on. It, it, Major upset in Athens, baby. That's where we're rolling, okay? Right. We have eight of y'all that are going to be doing a what the fuck. So let's go ahead. Hand, show hands. Who's going to do it Make first? it quick. Make it Ripper, quick. Ripper, I haven't heard your what the fun a Boom, here time. we go. go. All right. So, <laughs> Cleveland Browns holding the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, player in the NFL, to three points. Jim Schwartz shows up as our new defensive coordinator. What the fuck? What the fuck? Right. His first game all year. That's what what the fuck is. Rooster, what the fuck? What the fuck? Right on top of that, we're going to go stay with the NFL team. Uh, for those that uh, yes. watched, watched the game last night, uh, Aaron, 
which there, his 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 team uh, his fans call him Aaron Godgers. <laughs> yeah, uh, played four games last night. Actually, four, four, down. four, four, four down. Excuse me, four plays. Actually, saw uh, had had one uh, had somebody that posted that they lost their fantasy football game by point one three points because they had Aaron Rodgers playing and it was his last player of the game and he lost. What the fuck, Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> You didn't expect Zach Wilson to be playing that game, did they? Yeah, I mean, it depends on who uh, your uh, moms are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, Cheeks. What the fuck, Cheeks? Mine? I don't even want to hear it. What the fuck? You know it's going to be NFL. I do want to hear it, yes. <laughs> oh, God, it's going to be San Francisco. So, no. No. Go. No, it's uh, Josh Allen uh, had a very favorite guy to throw to last night. And Not on his team. And it was Jordan Whitehead. Don't step on my lines. <laughs> Don't was, steal my mic. And it was Jordan White, Whitehead, South who he threw to three times. He had three interceptions and was bonus $250,000 for the three interceptions. What, what the fuck? fuck? All right. Two Chief. What do you got for me? What the fuck? Mine was also about Mr. Rogers. So we're not going to go back to his neighborhood. But uh, I did want to just quickly talk about Michigan State's going to upset Washington. What the oh, fuck? What the fuck? That would be a big what the fuck with all that coaching turmoil Michigan State's dealing with right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. What do you got for me, Rebel? Believe it or not, my what the fuck is NFL as in, in grossly is you saw Josh Allen come out and struggle. You saw Aaron Rodgers get hurt. You saw Joe Burrow come out and struggle. Eight three yards. This um, preseason stuff, they've got to figure it out because basically what you're seeing is the marquee players are playing very little in the preseason. They're walking into game one. They're sloppy. They're a mess. They're injury prone. There was they've a post got, about this. They've got to figure this stuff out because now the preseason yeah. is basically becoming – who, are you, who is your last two or three guys you're keeping on the team? It's not about getting ready for the season like it used to be. What? They've got to figure this out. What the, what the fuck? fuck? What do you got for me, Chopper? Who is it? How about the Auburn Tigers beating the Cow Bears and Aaron Rodgers having to wear an Auburn shirt? Oh, what the that, fuck? Uh, that he had a bad week yeah, before yeah. he got hurt. And apparently that was his Achilles heel. Yeah. 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 That, that was a very challenging game for Auburn. Who the hell has to wear a goddamn Auburn jersey? Come on, man. It's a family show. Oh, is it? I'm sorry. I said GD tonight. This is a family show. Although I've been considering making it a free-for-all because it would be way more funny. No, no. Let's keep it. We all have... Because if you make it a free-for-all, who knows where it will go. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, we got another segment. We stay on the fringe. We got a real... Well, we haven't even heard last call yet, so we can talk about whatever we want to, but my man, Hoosier Daddy, has not done a what-the-fuck. What the fuck? Neither have I. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah. Four and shutout. They had. Was it 44 to nothing or something? The Dallas Cowboys. I think it's more like what the fuck. What the fuck? Giants. The Giants are yeah. more than far there than Cowboys. Yeah, it's more that. And oh, by the way, uh, I lost my fantasy uh, football game this week. One of one of two. I won one, lost one because the Dallas Cowboys scored thirty six points. What the fuck? All right. So you know what my what the fuck is? Go for it. My what the fuck is how what the fuck awesome? What the fuck awesome is our freaking Facebook group, man? There are. 1,500 people in it. We're almost to 2,000 at some point, and we're going to keep on growing to 26,000 by the end of the year. Keep inviting your friends. And it's, I appreciate that you, like, you, know, you broadcast all of this, 
all over our website. My friend, not only are you a grower, but you're also a shower. <laughs> and there's the fringes we were talking about. <laughs> wow, that's a good one, man. I like that. Okay. That all right. Point, uh, I'm not sure that I'm not sure that his head is going to be able to get out the door. <laughs> all right. So, is there anything else before we get into last call? Yes, I'm drinking anybody... next week. I'm drinking for sure next week. It is very hard to bring your compadre to your left with you for the party. These two are drinking water so seriously, and they cannot... I can't even keep up with y'all. How long y'all been in this bar for? Alright, so... Go ahead. We just heard last call, right? No, 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 not yet. Not yet. Not. No, no. Right, Two so more like, minutes. Let's go. All right, keep on going. Well, we got like eight of us to get around. Yeah, Give me a possible it. upset, really quick, for this weekend. Ripper. Jeez. Give me an upset that's gonna happen this weekend. Gamecocks over here. You already called it. Oh, you already called it. Already called it. Yeah. Okay. Now, Chief, why do you think that Washington is going to lose? They're playing at Spartyville. Okay. It's not. When I looked up. The spread it was I think it's gonna be a 28-27 Spartans. They're gonna score a field goal on the last uh, series. Slap that table, Chief. Yep. Now you think with this whole challenge going on with their coach that that team's gonna come there fully loaded and ready to go yep. against right. a Washington team that's putting up 859 passing yards this, this season already, 400 yards a game passing is what that that Michael Michael Phoenix Jr. is doing. That guy's insane, dude. I don't see that happening, but you know what? That is one of my possible upsets, and I'm going to go along with you on that because I think that Michigan State has it in them to do it, to stop that offense. Do you know what's going on there? Yeah. So I, it's, it's, it's alleged that he was masturbating on the phone with that chick. And what I said was bad. It's alleged. <laughs> Alright, we're opening it up, folks. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> put your kids away. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, he said, thank baby. you for calling last call because we're about to go off the rails God. with our show. Gary, damn it. Thank God. Alright, if you had to choose from their career in college, one quarterback and one receiver. We're just going to limit it to two this time. One quarterback, one receiver, one running back, one tight end. Who's it going to be, Rebel? My quarterback was the hardest, believe it or not, because I almost went Florida with this, but it's D.D.J. Burrow is my, is my QB1. Oh, yeah. My receiver one is one Marshall Randy Moss. My number one running back is the Oki himself in that uh, Barry Sanders. I gotta throw a fullback in there and go with Tom Rathman from Nebraska because you gotta have a fullback because I played it. Are you kidding me? And then your tight end is Tony Gonzalez from Cal. All right, give it to me, Ripper. All right, I also almost went with Tim Tebow. Yeah, I did, almost. In my opinion, best college football player ever. Ever. But I built my roster, so I'm gonna go with Joe Burrow as my quarterback. My running back, Barry Sanders. (laughs) My receiver, Calvin Johnson. Fair enough. Tight end, currently playing for the Georgia Bulldogs, Brock Bowers. Yeah. I think he's that good. Fair enough. He is that good. Okay, what do you got for me, Rooster? Quarterback, for crying out loud. Dan Marino. Like, open your minds, people. It was Dan freaking Marino. Played for Pitt. Yeah, he sure did. And And what did he do? And with a crappy team, he had an 8-4 season. He was the only player 
on the darn team. Did he win a national championship? He did not win a national championship. Did he win a Super Bowl? Did he beat the 1985 Bears? He was the only team to beat the 1985 Bears defense. Yeah, we're talking college. Okay. We're talking college. Yeah, it was only two years after anyway, college. Go keep okay. moving. All right, receiver. <clears throat> uh, no, I'm going running back. Running back right now, Bo Jackson. All freaking that one too. Yes. All right. Bo Jackson. Yeah. All right. Like Wide receiver actually had Calvin Johnson because he was uh, also on a running team <laughs> in an under under man team. Are you kidding? Tech. Georgia Tech, the like, rumbling wreck. I mean, for crying out loud, how did he come out of here? Why did he go to Georgia? Anyways, uh, amazing guy, uh, tight end. Give it to me, Syracuse Chris Gedney. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of her. What do you got for me? <laughs> Quarterback, I'll go with Joe Burrow. Running back, I'm going with Archie Griffin. Wide receiver, I'll go with Paul Warfield. Who is this? In the past. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and your tight end. Did he win a Heisman? Tight end. Uh, yeah, he won two of them. <laughs> 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 he didn't win shit. <laughs> so, tight end. Besides my tight end, Tony, uh, Tony, Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cheeks, who do you got for me? Tight ends. Does it come? Does it come east of the the Rockies? That's yeah, all. Yeah. Do they make it over there? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I started she's out with Notre Dame. No, I was gonna say she's gonna start with Rodney Montana. All right. All right. Montana. But. I gotta go with the best, and that's Tim Tebow. Sorry, wow. and he's a good guy. I accept it. And he's a good the guy. The Tebow toss. And then I went with Mississippi Valley State. Jerry. Jerry. And then USC's Marcus Allen. I had to get a USC in there. Not bad. Of course. I got Marcus Allen in there, and then Tied in. a guy that I I know and love, Brent Jones. Yeah. Who played for Santa Clara University? I like it. Right. I thought you were gonna go well with Rodney Pete for quarterback. Oh. <laughs> Alright, Brian. Chief. 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 Chief, hit me. What do you I got? Holly. Skip. Skip? Yeah. What? Oh my gosh. Check your notes. You need to prepare notes? No. How do you Sorry. not have this prepared? I forgot the best listeners quarterback to ever play oh, the game. Oh, Cam, here we go. Newton. Uh, uh, the best quarterback ever. My quarterback is, of course, Bo Jackson. Who's your receiver? Jerry Rice. And tight end. Uh, Tony Adults. All right. So I have, this is Hanger, and mine is quarterback, of course, because I'm Damn. a Gator homer. Tim Tebow, receiver is Devonta Smith. That dude was a beast over there. Yeah, he still is a beast. Right? Yeah, Running yeah. back, obviously, Barry Sanders. We all, a few of you all had that. And the tight end is Kyle Pitts, because that dude was freaking rocking. Hey, I had a trivia question. Well. Who was the starter over Barry for his Thurman start? Thomas. Thurman Thomas. Boom. Oh, really? He started yeah. one year. Yeah. Barry started the one year. season previous to so Barry there was, there? Co- there was coaches that, that when Thurman Thomas was the running back, they said, do not hit Thurman too hard. We don't want Barry Sanders in the game. Wow. <laughs> Can you imagine having that much talent at your team? That's insane. All right, so it's been a little bit chaotic. We do have some people that like to talk about their golf scores over the show. That's fine. We're going to let you Hey, I'm back in my head. Back time. here to do my side. Can you sweep your putts for 15 but, feet out? Thank you all for joining us for another week of Guys in the Bar Talking Sports!